Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 10. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. This week we have a special guest on and their name is... Hamish. How old are you, Hamish? I'm 10 years old. Alright, well thanks for joining us. Have you listened Listened? to the podcast before? Yes. What episodes? Uh, I listened to episode 1, episode 3 and episode 8. Okay. Uh, And we got your uh, email top three games. Top three games which were... What um, were the two or three that you liked? Uh, top Trumps, Trumps Pie Face, Pie and, and the know. Test Match, wasn't it? Uh, no, you did Spyfall. 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 I think you did yeah. fight Spyfall, that's right. Although you do like Test Match, the cricket game. Yeah. We'll we have to talk about that sometime. That's when. That's another time when we would have Hamish on. Okay, so we're still also after people to email us in with some questions, comments, top three games, anything. All right. We like to hear from people. Okay, so the first game we're going to talk about is Camel Up or Camel Cup. It yeah. looks on the border game it, on the box. It looks like it's Camel Cup. It does. It does look like Camel Cup, but it's actually Camel Up. Yeah, and it, it you can once when we were playing it, we had a mole stacking up on each other five high. Yeah, I know that. Okay, was Hamish, funny. would you like to read this out? Yes. In Camel Up, up to eight players bet on five racing camels, trying to suss out which will place first and second in a quick race around a pyramid. The earlier you place your bet, the more you can win. Should you guess correctly, of, co- of course. Camels don't run neatly, however, sometimes landing on top of another one and being carried towards the finish line. Who's going to run when? That all depends on how the dice come out of the pyramid dice shaker which releases one die at a time. When players pause from their bets long enough to see who's actually moving. Um, the <laughs> cool thing about the dice thing yeah, is that is. you actually have to build it. Yeah, And it's the pyramid right. they run around. Yep. Comes with little instructions yeah. on, the, on the page And here. also there's this guy, this character that you can be, that's on there, and it's really creepy. So um, it, <laughs> in 20... He's the... Oh, also, when you uh, release the die... Just be careful. Sometimes more than one come out, don't they? Like you go, yeah. and then it's like, oh, and then you no. got to re-roll. You and also, re-roll. the box is just made of cardboard, so you do have to be careful because it it does take a bit of a battering as it gets passed around and the little cardboard lever. We just had to put some tape around ours today. Mm. We use the dice a lot. A bit. We do. That's a, that's a really All fun right, game. So, um, in oh, 2014, also, also, it yeah. won the Spildy Jars winner. Yeah, so that's the big award. We talked about them in an earlier episode. Yeah, a lot of games win it. And uh, do you want to just, on the BGG page, just talk about the um Okay, so the rating is 7.1. Okay. And it's for two to eight players. It says it's best with four to five. And the community is three to seven. Right, okay, yep. And then 20 to 30 minutes is the playing time. Age eight plus... And the weight is 1.49 slash 5. So what that means is it's a a very casual game. It's a fun, light game. You're betting, you're rolling, getting the dice out of the thing. You you don't really need any experience at the game to just pick it up and play it straight away, do you think, Hamish? No. So you've now played it a few times with us. And what do you think? Uh, It's pretty good. It's good. And it's really random, the game, like... Um, I won one, then you won one. Yeah. And me and Hamish in the first one were tying. Yeah. And then I just sped ahead with my um, rolling and, and betting. And the way these little camels, which are great little pieces of wood, they all hook into each other. So mm. if, if they're five high as and they you, race around you the track. you got to remember which way they are. 
and you got to be careful when you're moving it if it's five high. Yeah, you don't and, want to fall And at one point, it was like five high at the start, and then we're like, no, nah, that can't be right, so we re-rolled it. And so, but if it was like that, it would have ended in one round if they all rolled three. So, also, as these characters, the camels go around the board, you can think one is last and it will never catch the rest, but if it piggybacks on a couple, next yeah, thing, yeah. one that was um, last is now you about know, to win the race. Yeah, so, um, that happened with the first game, that's how I won. You guys all got it wrong, and I'm like, bam, that one's going to win. And it won. And then I also knew who was going to come last. White came last, so I got that one right. On the second game, didn't I bet for, like, yellow to come last and then it came, like, third or second? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. You I, just never know. I was, like, the third person to get that one right and you guys owed heaps. So now we've got the overview that's uh, listed in the rules. How about uh, you two boys just take turns just reading through this section here? Go. So maybe Hamish kick it off. The camels move clockwise around the racetrack. During the game, the players move the camels using the pyramid. When a player turns the pyramid upside down and pushes the slider, he reveals one coloured dice. Then he must move the camel off of the revealed colour as many spaces forward as the dice shows. Um, here's a weird thing that we were doing. When it was my dad and it was go- it was possibly going to be the end of the game, he'll be like, oh, who do you think, what do you think it's going to be? And me and Hamish got it right, so um, we did this little thing where we get a coin for that. Yeah, if you roll, you get a coin. Okay, so keep, yeah, keep going so next. So, the camel stacks. Camels on the same space always form a camel stack. If a camel is moved that is part of a camel stack, its car rises along old camels that that sit on top of it. Any camels beneath it are left where they are or are left behind, which yeah. is sad for them. So what that's saying is you, you, the first camel there is there, the next one stacks on top if at any point they're on the same square and if they're carried along from that camel up, get moved along the um, track. All right, uh, keep going over there. Camel unit. Since something single camels and sometimes camel stacks are moved, we use the term camel unit. A camel unit consists either of a single camel or a stack of camels. If a camel unit ends its its movement on a space where there is another camel unit, it jumps on top of that other unit. Legs. The race comprises several legs. A leg ends when the last of the five dice have come out of the pyramid and the respective camel has moved. Right at the end of a leg, a leg scoring round occurs in which players receive or lose money according to the tiles they have acquired during the leg. Afterwards, a new leg starts by returning the acquired tiles to the game board and the five dice to the pyramid. End of the game. The game ends as soon as the first camel crosses the finish line. Then a final leg scoring round occurs, as well as an end scoring round for the overall winning camel and the overall losing camel. So, um, when it cro- how it crosses the finish line... so. Say it's on the last square, but it doesn't go to the other side, to number one. It has to go to number one to win. It has to f- cross the finish line, correct? Yeah. So, the money. The currency in this game is Egyptian pound. From mm. now on, also referred to EP. You must store your money publicly in front of you. However, you may stack it up in any way you want. 
For the duration of the race, no player is obligated obligated to disclose his exact amount of money. Oh. At oh yeah. At any time during the game, you may exchange money one to one with money from the bank. For example, you're changing five one pound coins for one five pound coin, and so on. So there's actually a ten pound note and a twenty pound note. Oh yeah. yeah we never get that one. rich that we need I more do. than one of those. Though. I have. Yeah, but we don't have like fifty pounds. Yeah. Or like that. No player can drop below zero EP. This means when you do not have the money to pay a lost bet, you are spared from doing so. Ooh, I didn't know that either. Okay, so uh, maybe do you want to just explain the four turns? That right, you can, so... Four actions you can take in your one take turn. the top leg betting tile of any stack and thus back the camel of that colour to win the current leg. Right. Place your dessert tile onto the racetrack. Desert. Or place your desert tile on the racetrack. Yeah. Or take one pyramid tile and then move one camel via that pyramid. Yep. Four, bet on the overall winner or overall loser by placing one of your race betting cards face down onto the appropriate betting space. Number three, the pyramid moving one, is my favourite one. Yeah. Because well, you're guaranteed to get a coin from that. You like to always roll the dice and take the take the money. Yeah, uh, you don't okay, lose anything. Just a couple of other things. Do um, they are remaking this game. It's coming out, uh, reprinting it, I think. I don't know, the game will be pretty oh. much the same, but just with new artwork, I think. It looks really good, actually. That will be pretty cool. And also, I think this game is available as an app. So you yeah, can, it is. You it can buy the $3. game app. Yeah, it says here. it's $4. Yeah, here it says it's $4 on Apple. I didn't know it was an app. Yeah. Um, Half the games that we have, we don't even know it's an app. A lot Top of the drums board could games. be an app. Yeah, a lot of the board games are now coming out as apps, so we just recently bought Who Pandemic. Who knows an app? Because we wanted to, is it? If, because we yeah, wanted to learn how to play Pandemic without investing all the money buying the board game. Top Trumps could be an app, but we don't know. Yeah, that is true. Angry Birds is a card game. And it's, an, it's, got, an, it's got an actual mm, app of it. Yeah. And then there's another Angry Birds one that's it's based on the real app as well, except it's 3D. Okay, so just to finish up with Camel Up, is there anything else? You what? How do you rate the game? What What would you rate it out of ten for you, Hamish? Um, eight and a half. Okay, and what about you, Patch? I reckon I'd go with nine. It's a really good br- uh, game. Yep. It's fun. Like, I would rate it for pretty much anyone. It's It's about two minutes to learn. Yeah, it's not a hard game to learn, no. is it? And it's Hamish a fun learns it game. really quick. Yeah. Okay, well, I think. We've just about covered off. Oh, what are you rating? Up? Oh, yeah. Uh, probably I'm, I would give it a good eight because it's an easy game to pick up. This was actually one of our first ones we, we picked up since we've had you kids that yeah, we then this, wanted to rebuy when we played with some friends. This is like the first one we've got, pretty much. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So that's Camel Up. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Top Trumps. It was made in 1968. First made. Yep. And it's for two to six players. Takes 20 minutes. Age six plus. Weight 0.6 slash five. So what that means is, it doesn't mean it doesn't weigh very much. (laughs) It means 
it's a game that's not very hard. It's very simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will just say 20 minutes. Hmm. Our game last night. We better talk about that later. All I right, think that keep going. took an hour, and the one that I did with Hamish this morning was about 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, we'll keep going. Okay, so on BGG, they've rated it 4.2. So that's pretty that's low. That's not our ratings. No. Uh, Which right, we like it. Read some of the description there, Hamish. Okay. Top Trumps has been a very popular card game in the United Kingdom since the 70s. There are many different card decks with various subject matter, i.e. cars, plan, planes, films, military jets, famous TV shows, etc. Top Trumps are now also available in the USA, based on the classic card game, War. It's played by choosing your best... Your best stat, trumping, beating your opponent's card and winning the entire deck. Yes, that is true. So each pack of top trumps consists a number of cards, usually 32, 30 or 32. His one has 30. Yeah, because we... you guys had to draw. <laughs> and, we had a draw. And, it was... and the one that we did this morning ended in about like five or ten minutes. I just kept getting all of his cards. Right. Keep going. Each of which features in-game characters based on related subjects matter which are full of stars, pictures and educational and interesting facts. The game is multiplayer and fits handily in the pocket so it can be played anywhere. Two to six people can play. Deal out all the cards face down to the players. Each player holds their cards face up, but may but may only look at their top card. The player to go first chooses the best statics, usually the highest, from their top card. E.g. top speed, 252. Um, when we did it, we normally do, in Hamish's one, we normally do um, uh, the um That's uh, a Star height. Wars game, yeah. so... We normally do the height, because that's the best one. There's one that's massive. Yep, we'll talk about that in a minute. All other players read out the same statics. Statistics. Statistics. (laughs) Whoever has the best or highest value wins and places all the top cards, including their own, to the bottom of their pile. Then they choose the static for the next round. Statistics. During a round, if two or more cards tie or no data is available for that particular statistic, then all the cards are placed to one side and the same player chooses again from the next card. The winner of the hand also takes the card that were placed to one side. The first player to win all the cards in the is the game winner, the winner of the game. So you want to keep winning so that your pile goes... To all of the cards and that person becomes a winner you do eliminate people along the way as you play the game yeah mm. okay so there are different editions of this game so we got here hamish has got the star wars yeah. i really want to get top trump uh, does it list some in here yeah it lists all of them okay so well, some of them. the latest packs available, available in, in the usa, USA include royal wedding top trumps moshi monsters harry potter and the deathly hallows U.S. Presidents, U.S. States, New York City, Marvel Ultimate Heroes, Soccer Stars and Soccer Stadiums, Greek Mythology, U.S. Army, G.I. Joe, Ice Age, Transformers 2, Bugs, Baby, Baby Animals, 
Horses and Ponies, Star Wars, Clone Wars, Indiana Jones, James Ooh, Bond, The Simpsons, Doctor Who, NBA 2010, Bugs, Dinosaurs, 2010, Predators, 2010, The Dog, Wildlife and Sea Life in Danger, Military Jets, Ancient Egypt, and DC Superheroes. One and two, as well as Star Wars and Marvel Top Trumps tournament games. There and, are also um, a lot of other ones, like I've seen I the trains I just remember one. something, because he mentioned, mentioned Indiana Jones. When we were in playing Capoeira, um, my mum thought my character looked like Indiana Jones, but it looked like him when he was a bit drunk, because he was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so also, they have those for the top trumps. I really think it would be interesting to do something like the American States, because I think it'd be a good way of learning, especially as an Australian, we don't know a lot about America. It would be interesting to learn some history and some facts yeah. or whatever they are about how they rate around the rest of the country. But now, we rate it fairly high. So, Hamish, where, how did you come across this game and why did you choose this one? Uh, well, we were on a cruise recently and there was a game store and we were looking, for, me and my cousin were looking for a game, like a little card game we could play. Mm-hmm. And so there was like Top Trumps. My cousin told me about it and... So I got it, and there was, like, heaps of different versions. It was, like, Star Wars. My cousin got, like, um, Disney, and, yeah. I played it once, and now I really want to get it. Yeah, like, it's good. I'm like, i got to get this game. i got to get this I, game. I've, I hadn't seen it in, like, the shops, like, here in uh, Adelaide. I haven't seen them yet. No, it is actually available. I've seen it at Big W mm. quite a bit, and I, I think Kmart. I haven't Kmart. been looking out that much. Uh, I've se- always seen it and thought, oh, it's probably a kid's game. I won't worry about it. No. And I guess it is kind of a kid's game. And it's um, a very low rating, but it was a lot of fun for learning something. Daddy, what do you rate it? Okay, what would I rate the game at? Um, I actually, because I've only played it a f- few times, I'd probably rate it at a good six or seven because I think if the Star Wars one, if I was right into Star Wars, I'd probably rate that one higher. If we had a trained one or the American States one or something like that, I'd probably rate it higher because I'd be learning about that mm. particular topic. Yes. So, But as someone who knows nothing about Star Wars, I found that a lot of fun as we looked at the characters yeah. and we're like, yeah. Jedi awesome. Powers, 99. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Yoda. And there's this other one that's so much like Yoda and it's 95. Yeah, yeah it's put... Mace Windu. Yeah. And there's um, the tall Wookiee, me... 2.34 yeah. metres. Yeah, I, I, when it's that one, I just... Show, I just go past the card and then I show Hamish and then he's like, fine. Because nothing's taller than the Wookiee. Oh, right. And there is this top trumps. It's got, Hamish says that if it has that on it, it means it's the best card in the deck. Right. Yeah, and I had that one like three times and I've won every time I've played it with it. Yeah, it's not the best for like every yeah. category. Like, category. Yeah, it's just best um, for one. Hamish, like the brain, you? the one yeah. we called the brain. And dark side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dark side. Mr. Big dark Brain's. Yeah, that's a really oh, good one. Big <laughs> Hamish, what do you rate it at? Um, nine. Yeah, so you really enjoy it. You yeah. give it a nine out of ten. And what about you, Patrick? I'll give it a ten. Even though I'm not really into Star Wars, I love it. So for for your first couple of times of playing it, you really enjoyed playing. Yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I don't. I want. I don't. I just want to always play that. And yeah, with the different like um, topic things, like because I got Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, if Caitlin's Disney one, mm-hmm. it's got different like. Things. It doesn't say like heights. Oh yeah, yeah. And that is, 
on hers it's got like top trumps rating and it says the top trumps rating and other stuff. And it might be uh, most tiaras. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or something, um, you know, like or, it could be anything. Uh, like if it's a trains one, it might say uh, the fastest speed or it might yeah. be... Oh, I know, what, I know I one know. thing that would be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, how many carriages it can take. Oh, yeah, on a carriage, oh, yeah. on a train. Who knows? And how far it can go. Okay, well, I think we've pretty much covered off top trumps. What do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Thanks for uh, introducing us to that game, Hamish. That's, it was awesome. Right. Okay, so now we're going to talk about a Kickstarter game that we're actually going to print and play. Yeah, so this is a game you can back, and it costs $29 to back the game as a normal backer, but that's $41 Australian dollars, and by the time we ship it, whereas they do have a print and play, so that's where we get to print the game, uh, only costs a dollar. And we'll be able to see how it goes. It would be good to look at all their games. Now, this is a little science game, and it's called Periodic. And it's called, also, A Game of the Elements. And recently, they went to the Stonemaier Design Day, and they got into the top five of all their games. So, um, it's it's basically about the periodic table and science. And uh, maybe we'll just, it says two to five players, 30 to 40 minutes, age 10 plus. Seems that a lot of people talking about this game for schools as though it's a, a help for teaching kids sciences. So maybe do you want to just quickly read this little bit up here and, and that? Periodic. Periodic. A game yeah. of the elements. A game of the elements is a strategy board game. Strategy. Strategy. Board game decide around the periodic table of elements, as well as some of the most fundamental principles in chemistry that can be divided from the structure and function of the periodic table. Okay, um, maybe Hamish? Hamish? It's two to five players, 30 to 40 minutes, and age 10 plus. In periodic, you activate periodic trends, such as decrease atomic mass or increase atomic radi- radius, to, radius yep. to strategically manoeuvre yep, across the peri- periodic table, discovering elements to score points. But that's not all. You must also coup- couple discovering elements with ending your turns in specific families of elements, like noble Noble gases. gases or transition, transition metals. metals. This allows you to move up the epidemic achievement tracks in a race against other players for the limited spots and additional points at the end of the track. So basically, you're just learning. First of all, if you ever look at um, chemicals, so let's just talk. So, lead has a chemical symbol, right? Mm-hmm. So, when the people are writing this, the chemical symbol for lead, it's actually right there, it says PB. What does PB stand What does it lead. mean? Lead. It means lead. I thought it was... In, the, in their science like way. So, you know, oxygen is O. Yeah. So, you know it's, how you have H2O? Yeah, that's yeah. oxygen. So, it's hydrogen 
two, I think. Oxygen one no, makes water. It, so two hydrogen it, and one oxygen equals No, but water? if it has a not sure. two in the top corner, it means squared. Like yeah. if it's a small two, it means squared. Yeah, I'm not sure when it comes to the science part. So um, A scientist? No scientist here. <laughs> one scientist invented E equals MC squared. Yep. Do you know who that was? Albert Einstein. Yep, that's right. Because we had to do that in Energy science. Energy equals mass something squared. I don't know what it means. So, just a little bit of the game overview here. One, pay energy to activate multiple trends. The first trends trend costs one energy, and each additional trend costs two energy. For each trend, move your flask up to five spaces in the direction allowed from the specific trends that you've activated. So, um, your flask is... um, You know how in science they have those... um. Bottles that are wide at the top and then they get skinnier and then wider at the bottom. Yep. So I think they're going to be little wooden ones, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, they're wooden. Okay, Hamish, continue on there. Playing energy to activate trends lets you move your flask multiple times, meaning you can move further and hopefully collect multiple elements. Two, take all the energy sitting on a single trend, but you only get to activate that one trend. Then move your flask up to five spaces in the direction allowed from the the specific. Yeah. (laughs) It looks funny when you see it. (laughs) Yeah. Trend you've activated. Okay. All right. Then we'll just do that once you've paid energy. Once you've paid energy or taken energy, the goal is to end each of these trend movements on available elements, allowing you to discover those elements. This is one of the main ways players score points. Elements available to be discovered are shown on the goal cards for stacks ranging from easiest to hardest are located above the game board. On each goal card are a number of elements that share similarities in their Properties used in industry, 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 and occurrence in nature, etc. Each of the elements on the gold cards will be marked on the game board with a cube, signaling, signaling, signaling to players that is it is available for that round. That so, round. So now, if we're going to print and play this game. As we it's, would like to do. You said it costs do. a dollar. Only a dollar, so two bucks in Australia. But we have to pay for ink, and we have to spend the time uh, chopping up the parts for the game. But it is fun because, as Patrick said once, it feels like you're making the game, like we did with Unbroken. Yeah. Um, Unbroken is really fun. I did um all the laminating. Now the only thing is we won't have the little cubes, so we'll have to pull little cubes from other I games could, I could or just use make Lego. My, I could just make all the pieces out of my Lego. Yeah, I haven't I think played this game before. None of us have. New. Yeah, so this game hasn't been made. It's These people are after money, so Kickstarter is a way that they raise money, and then if everyone puts money in, then they go, "Yay, we're going to build this game." If you listen to this. one of the episodes, I think it was two. Number nine, we talked about Kickstarter as well. No, but what Kickstarter, like, gave a definition about Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that in episode two? Um, If you listen to that one, you would know, like, about it and nine. And 
on their Kickstarter page here, they have uh, different pledge levels. Like, for instance, the uh, the top one is the Collector Edition Science Bundle, and you it's a uh, 240 bucks Australian, but you get this periodic game. You get another game that they've made called Subatomic. Uh, Christosis, or I don't know what that one is, a cell biology game. Virulence, an infectious card game. Ugh. Ion, peptide, a whole heap of others. So, they've obviously made a few games. It'd be good if you could get print and play for all of them. Because just the thing we have in Australia is it costs so much to get the game shipped out. Anyway, this looks like a really colourful board game. Looks like it'll be fun. I think it's definitely worth backing. We will be backing that for the $2. to help support them and we get a little game out of it. Now, just on a side note while we're talking about Kickstarter, we have just received an update from the Australia game, which was our first ever backed game. And it is arriving next week. Woohoo! Patrick, what do you think about that? That's great. Yep. Uh, are we going to get it out and play it straight away? No. No? How come? We need to read the rules. Oh, yeah. Well, we need to read... After we've read the rules, are we then going to and play... And I also it? really want to play Treasure Mountain. Yes. Well, that's still going to be a while away. You'll have to steal uh, with Cthulhu coming over and raiding the Australian desert. Uh, if we've got it when you're around, Hamish, we'll give you a game. Yeah. What, what game? Australia. It's Australia. called Australia, but with a Z. A-U-Z. And the rest is normal. Alright, well, I think that's it for now. Um, I've had a really good time. Yeah, same. You ha- Have too. you enjoyed being a part of the podcast today? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, you'll have to listen to it, tell your mates. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to email in to us at boardgamebasicspodcast at outlook.com. Yes, we still haven't received any emails. And we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. our Twitter is... BGB at, at Board Game Basics, a capital B for Board Game Basic. Yep, one. Oh, it's Board Game Basic. One. Capital B for Board. And then one. Really like to hear from anyone that might have listened to these episodes, just so we know someone is listening. Like we know you were listening and and a whole heap of other people. Uh, any Any ideas for a game you'd like us to talk about on here uh yeah test match yeah you want us to yeah we're gonna we probably bring you in for that one maybe when we do that over at christmas we'll get you in yeah you wouldn't you want to join us again yep yep okay and we could do spyfall with that as well yep oh and i think someone else wants to do spyfall with us who was that caitlin she wanted to do cluedo oh i think she wanted to do cluedo and spyfall so that's bye from me and that's bye from me and bye from me Hey, thanks for joining us, Hamish. That was that was good fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm expecting a board game to get delivered today. I'm hoping today or Monday we'll get Australia, but also Manch... No, not Manch is a man. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Ooh. Well, um, 
You said it might it might also be Mummy's clothes. Yeah, well, we'll just wait and see. Hopefully, it is the game. Thanks, Hamish. I hope you've had a good time. Thanks yep, for showing I us have. Top Trumps. We really that want you good. to come again yeah, and to try and back. show us another game like Top Trumps. Do you think you'll be back? Yes. Yeah, good. That would All be right. great. You boys want to take us out with a joke? Yep, yep. Why don't pigs take up jogging? Why? I don't know. They don't want to be too far from the dinner table. <laughs> Here's one. What has a bottom at the top? Mm, Your no. legs. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you call a pig doing karate? A pork chop!